The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. I had this chus recently to be in London. And I met a fellow there, his name is Mendy Teitelbaum. And he told me a remarkable story. His father, Rabbi Yitzchok David Teitelbaum, who just passed away recently, is an extremely wealthy man. As a matter of fact, he gave tremendous amount of money to one of the gay rebbes, and they built a whole um, community down in the lower parts of Eretz Yisrael, in the southern parts of Eretz Yisrael. And Mendy told me that he once asked his father, because his father didn't talk about the concentration camps much, but he said, Tati, I have to ask you something, because people tell me something about you. I must know if this is true. He said, tell me the truth. When you were in Auschwitz, when you were in Auschwitz, I heard that when you got your bread for the day, the ration of bread for the day, that you would break it in half, and you kept only half for yourself, and you went around and gave the little pieces to other people who were dying and other people who couldn't exist. Just tell me if that's true. And the father said, it's true. That's what I did. He said, but I want to tell you where I learned it from. He said, I remember when I was a little boy and we lived in Poland and there was no refrigeration. My mother had to cook fresh food or fresh soup every day. So one night we were all sitting around the table, nine children, and my father was at the head of the table. And my mother, all she was able to do is cook up a soup and had some broth and some vegetables in it. Everybody had a bowl around and she was going from with the big bowl, going around and giving out, parceling an equal amount to everyone. She said as she was coming around near the end, all of a sudden there was a nasty knock on the door. And Mendy told me that his father says, I still remember that man. He smelled so awful. It was a dark, wintry, snowy, slushy night. And this guy comes in and he's wet and, and he smells awful. And he says in Yiddish, Gitzessen, give to eat. So he said, Yitzchak David, Tarabam, saying about his mother. He said, the mother said, go to the other room, just wash up and come to the table. And while that man was in the other room, she goes and she takes an empty bowl and she goes from every child and she takes a spoon out of this bowl, out of this bowl, out of this bowl, out of all the eight bowls she took out and she put into this bowl. By the time she had fin filled that bowl, that guy came to the table. That's, that's giving. That's giving. That's that mother taught that child. That's why Nebuch, when he was in Auschwitz, that's what he did, what he did. But the Abishter rewarded him. He became one of the wealthiest people in Golders Green. He wrote just a whole book about him recently. That's called giving. Not only thinking about oneself. You know, I know that the Rav knew Rav Simcha Wasserman and the Rebbe Fegi Wasserman. I want to show you what means giving. Giving in such a way that's so incredibly poignant. They had no children. They went to Detroit and then Rav Simcha went out to Los Angeles to build a yeshiva and it was very difficult in the early 1950s she remained in Detroit and she would send him his check. She loved him dearly. I remember visiting them in Eretz Yisrael. They were both in my house in Kew Gardens. Rabbi Meshachadah, she always used to bring them. The Rebetzin said many, many times that she wants to die before he does. She said, I love my Rabbi Simcha so much. I can't go a day without him. I'll just be finished. And then Rabbi Meshachadah told me that near the end, of her life, she said, you know, I've changed my mind. I would like that we should both live for Mashiach. But if it's my choice, I would rather that Rab Simcha go first. Because there's nobody to sit shiva for him except me. 
So at least I'll be able to give him something that nobody else will be able to give him. Because he had no brothers left, no sisters, and no children. Now wouldn't you know it, that's exactly how it happened. Simcha passed away. And you know what he said before, his, before he passed away? He said, it's so incredible what kind of marriage they had. He said he doesn't want any hespedim unless his wife is alive. Because at least when they'll say good things about him, she'll have an achas ruach. He passed away. She sat shiva. And three days later, she passed away. Could you imagine? Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire dot org.